Hey there, friends. I've got an important message for you from CBD MD. Look at that product. What is that? Whoa, CBD oil? <laughs> they have CBD oil over at CBD MD? What else? What is this? What? Oh, oh, a coconut oil? A hydration formula? It's aloe vera essential oils all in there. It's moisturizing lotion. Oh, well, I've got chapped hands, so that could probably be good for me. Oh, and then also, whoa, are you about that melatonin sleep aid? CBD MD. For those nights that you're all stirred up and you need to calm down a little bit, go to cbdmd.com. They've got a ton of different products. Actually, Gage is actually showing me a lot of stuff. They got freaking bath bombs. Freaking wait. What? They got bath bombs, bitch. This is crazy. What else we got? Oh man. Premium Recover. Oh, it's pain-relieving formula. See, the good thing about CBD is it helps out with back aches, uh, with sore muscles, with joint pain. Wow, they love dogs too. I love dogs. CBD soft chews for your freaking puppy. Get it over at CBDMD.com. 25% off your order when you use the promo code WONDERS at checkout. W-O-N-D-E-R-S. That's over at CBDMD.com. Promo code WONDERS for 25% off your premium CBD oil products get them over cbd md we have a favorite of the show and a favorite of mine ryan sickler on today we did it remotely through zoom uh after all this craziness uh clears up uh we'll be able to do full-time back in the studio but we made it happen through a zoom call it's a lot of fun i think you will enjoy it Leave a like below, leave a comment below, and uh, reach out to Sickler and myself on social media. We love hearing from you guys, and email the show at jeremiahwonders at gmail.com if you want to sponsor the show, or if you would like to send some uh, listener art. I love featuring that on my Instagram and different various social medias. Without further ado, please welcome Ryan Sickler to Jeremiah Wonders. Man, I am very excited to have one of my good pals, Ryan Sickler, on the show today. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? I'm very excited to be back, by the way. Dude, people been wanting it. It's always nice to return somewhere, you know what I mean? I've, I've left a lot of motherfucking places, but I've been to a lot of places. I ain't been back to a lot of places, you know? <laughs> well, guess, guess what? We welcome you with Woo! big Glad open arms here. Glad to make the lift. Oh, hell yeah. Sickler is back on the show today, and it feels real, real nice. It does. I tell everybody what a blast I had on your show. It was just such a good goddamn time. I I, I, I just missed the window to come sit next to you physically, because you're like, are you still doing it? I'm like, yup. And then they canceled school, and I was like, nope. Yeah, that's not These, these that's motherfuckers got to learn still. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been teaching your daughter, like, this this whole time? Yes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Yeah, my my son's mom is helping him with the high school because they, you know, they want him to pass. I don't need to be fucking with that. I'm over here doing elementary school shit. You know yeah, what yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, we just got a count card. Let me show you a thing or two about blackjack. All right. <laughs> After your daughter turns in tests and stuff, she's she reports back to you. You're like, how we do? <laughs> Are we getting good grades this year? My dad said we hold on 17. <laughs> yes, you do, goddamn. Yes, you do. That's, yes, how, you that's do. the you sickler way. You, you hold. Stick on 17. You don't hit. You don't hit on 17. No. Uh-uh. Man, uh, how you holding up with everything? I know that, uh, you know, 
some weird life changes for us all that are is going on right now? Yeah, I um, I've been talking about this actually. It's I miss. Um, I realized the thing that I realized about myself during this is that I am anti-socially social. I am a guy comfortable having dinner by myself, but in a restaurant around people. I don't have to talk that makes to them, sense. engage to them. Like stand up, I don't. I'm not a comic who interacts with the audience my entire set. So I would say the same thing. I think stand up is a very anti-social social behavior in that you're not one-on-one or communicating unless that's the type of comedian you are. Um, it's just a way of everybody you shut. How I many? How many times you had to tell somebody shut the fuck up? That's well, it's pretty anti-social. <laughs> to be like, shut the fuck up. These 500 people are here to listen to me. God damn it. And it's like, huh. It's my time to shine. <laughs> You're allowed to be here, but shut the fuck up. But under my conditions. Under what I have to say. Yeah. Just laugh. That's all you got to do. Laugh and buy drinks and drink. Yeah. Um, I, I do interact quite a bit with the audience and it's funny. Like I have been posting some clips and stuff recently where I'm interacting with somebody on stage and I'm like, that ain't happening (laughs) for a minute, dude. So I'm like, Ooh, I better write a new 15. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, I do though. That Corona going to be put on hold for a minute. My old handshakes and high fives and chest bump materials going to be shelled for a minute. You know what I'm saying? that all of a sudden becomes the dated comedian thing when when you're doing stuff yeah that's act stuff there's like dude he's doing handshake material that's like 20 (laughs) years old over here this guy what's that from 2020 (laughs) oh did nirvana just come out what's going on (laughs) oh dude uh i uh i've been uh obviously quarantine with my wife and it's one of those things where you I have got I've gotten to know my wife so much better in this time because I'm literally spending more time with her than I ever have dude you're seeing everybody's true colors right now the weak the strong yep you're seeing all the fucking walls break down and all the fuck yeah you're seeing the people just crumble you're seeing other people stand up it's good it is pretty interesting have you had any meltdowns like during this time where, where you felt like, like, like either like, you know, you thrown like a tantrum or anything or, or just like a depressed phase where you're like, Oh man, I feel like I'm, I'm like, I'm like down right now. Have you noticed anything? Or you've been pretty level headed through all this. I smoke a lot of weed, so I've been pretty level headed. However, however, um, there was a day where, so during this whole time, I've had to, I've been working on this studio. This is the office here and then the actual studios next door. And there was a day where I just needed to leave for 30 minutes. And my daughter's mom, she works from home and also she has to go in. She's a little split. She's an audio mixer. And so she works for Fox. They make her go, you know, fucking work. And um, I left for 30 minutes and she called me and I was like, you're right. She's like, no. And she starts going. I was like, these motherfucking kids, I got, I can't leave for 30 minutes. And I don't ever, I'm right here. I don't ever yell or whatever. I came in like everybody sat out. And it was, I mean, way out of character, way out of line too. So yeah, I was like, I gotta be able to leave for 30. God damn it. Like, you know, I'm not making any money. You know, the whole thing, it's all stacking up on you. So yeah. I would say, though, in, first of all, not only in the two months of quarantine, in my daughter's five and a half years of existence, it's the first time she goes, you made me cry. I go, well, I'm sorry about that, and I'm going to take that L, 
but dad ain't playing around, girl. She said, oh, no, oh, no. I was like, all right, dad, we're good. We're good but, for another five years. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing is sometimes you have to cross the line just a little bit to show where the line is. Yeah. I mean, I don't have kids, but my wife is really wanting them. We're going to have, we're going to end up having kids like in the next. You do have to know. show it's called boundaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just sit there. But other than that, I mean, I've missed, I miss stand up. I mean, terribly. I miss stand up. I just miss performing. So, I mean, that's the thing I miss the most right now. I, I'm fortunately like, of all the things that could happen to us, this is probably the best pandemic to have. Our, our air isn't poisoned. Our water isn't poisoned. We're able to get food. We're able to go somewhere. Like, it ain't the worst thing that could happen to us. But <clears throat> boo-hoo us. Like, I mean, yeah, I it's, stand up. And it's, it's like, luckily... did we also choose an art form that may never come back? Mm, how about your plan B, motherfucker? <laughs> You better get yourself a new reed downstairs and get your saxophone skills going, player. Because you're going to be out there hitting them with it. Uh, Jeremiah changed his name to Smokey Watkins. We never saw him again. <laughs> Smokey Watkins. <laughs> he just started wearing sunglasses and started talking like this. Disappeared in that saxophone. Man. Yeah, he did. Nose new first. Note, new note now on the scale called J. That J note. J flat. J flat. <laughs> J flat brim right here. J flat brim right there. <laughs> behind next to them stormtrooper legs. Oh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> How you doing, mister? <laughs> uh, sir. Uh... <laughs> uh, Mr. Bader, uh, we have a... It seems to be tickling my balls. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on. That was totally worth it. Don't you tell me. Don't you tell me, Sickler. I saw that look on your face where you're like, I don't know if that act out was worth it, but guess what? I'm doubling down, brother. I know. You should. Hit it up one more time. Give me some more. Oh, all right. Uh, tell, me about the, tell me about the orthopedic shoes you're wearing, Stormtrooper. Sell me, on why, sell me on why this brand of shoe for the Stormtrooper fleet. That's great. Let me give you a little tip I learned, and this you can pass along to uh, Stormtrooper Fleet as well. But on your feet all day, when I used to work at UPS, shout out to UPS Baltimore Hub Primary One Joe Avenue, the old timers that were on their feet all day. Because when I first started, I felt like I walked on bone. Stormtrooper Fleet, listen up. Two pairs of socks. Two pairs of socks. Socks? Two pairs of socks make a difference in your life. All right, let the stormtroopers dog. I got their back. I mean their, I mean their feet. <laughs> Tell Darth Vader I said what's up. Man, who would have, who would have, who would have known that we we're gonna talk to the freaking stormtroopers on this episode? Do you, you never know what's going about footwear. <laughs> not even, not even the fucking battle against good and evil about their goddamn foot. About their feet. I mean, do you think there's not a foot? Not what it's like in outer space. Not what, hey, what do y'all eat out there? Like, what's a diet? No, tell me about the footwear y'all choose. You got to be comfortable if you're marching all day. That's like, like a cool no. black guy approach. Is like, hey, man, what you sporting? <laughs> That's their Jordan. <laughs> That's their Jordan. Yeah, yeah. 
That was the SJ ones. Did, oh, yeah. Stormtrooper Jordan. Oh, Stormtrooper <laughs> Storm Jordan. Oh, Stormtrooper Jordan. That's good. That's good stuff, man. What what you been watching? Uh, have you caught up on any shows? Well, I ripped through Ozark uh, third season. I need to I, see that. Like people have been. That's another one. I the one that I've been putting off forever is Sopranos, and I'm going through that right now. That's one that I'm. I've that. been pushing that off forever, but Ozark is the next one where people are like, "You gotta see it." I gotta check that out. Um, the Last Dance doc, of course. Ooh, yeah. Um, it's so good. It's so man. It's so good. It's phenomenal. It I, is so good. I mean, not that I doubted that there was ever going to be any lulls in a ten-part series, but it's still an awesome feat to cover. 10 hours on 10 hours, 10 hours and make it interesting with Compelling, the timeline yes, yes. and just the whole thing. I thought is so well put together. It really was well done. Yeah. And I've always been a Robin fan. I know he's crazy, but like, and here's the thing, they still didn't mention it in there. I've always found like that dude led the NBA in rebounds one year when Michael Jordan led the NBA in scoring. So if you really think about that, the opportunity for him to get even more rebounds was less because the guy on his team's fucking hitting everything. He's so draining. He's got to go. He's got to go get the other team's rebounds and his rebounds. And if if Jordan won the leading scorer, who knows how many rebounds Robin would have had a game? But had thirty fucking rebounds a game. One of my favorite parts in the entire documentary is when Rodman gets a little technical. Like you get to see behind his process of rebounding. He, he's like, he starts talking about how he trained himself to listen to the rim on how you know, like how yeah, the bounce and everything way. like it's it, like that. That's to me is like so cool. Like that's something that I like. I played basketball for years and I'm like, I've never even thought of that, of like the way the sound is like the way it resonates off the rim, whether it's going to go a certain direction or I'm always just, you know, looking for it, like the more obvious approach. And that's another great example of like someone who was in a game and thought, you know what, I'm not, fuck it. I'm not going to be the flashy dunker, the, the slick passer, the assist guy. I'm going to go do the thing nobody else is doing. I'm going to go do, do, do the dirty work and I'm going to go fucking re- be the best. There were how many times they show the stats and how many rebounds he'd have with no points? No points. And, great. and yeah, you're in the NBA. So it's like, you're doing that that well where right. that's that's your thing and you're like no i'm gonna make this mine yeah that you're the missing piece of another three fucking pete dynasty yeah that's crazy yeah that series is amazing mm-hmm. uh one one thing that I, I i do wish that you were in the studio for i added a, a segment that the next time you come on the show to do it is called wig um where we put on wigs and uh just this guy you just did is so fucking great. So great. <laughs> that was fun, man. That was a fun, that was fun, taking fun little sketch. They loved him. Taking advantage of Michael Jordan's gambling habit. Like, let's just throw fuck change against the wall for $1,000. <laughs> I'd have been like, you think I can get this hammer to stand up? I'd have bet him anything. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> anything. They're betting on anything. Anything. How many times do you think he'll flush by in there? I'm going to go two. Right, <laughs> okay. I'll bet you don't flush at all. How much? How much? You, 
how much you want to bet that that uh, that air freshener, that automatic air freshener is going to go off while he's taking the deuce in there? Because it's one of those things where, you know, when I go in there and I do it, I always feel guilty like it's judging me whenever it starts spraying. You hear? It's like, now, is that me or is that automated? <laughs> So what wig would uh I would get to pick or do you what would I get to wear? My choice of what you provide or do I come having my wig? No. I got a powdered wig collection that well, I don't tell a lot of people. No, you about. don't. I got a powdered wig collection, bro. Yeah, I have got like four or five of them. No, you don't. Yeah. I'm you really do? Shit. I do. Only because I had a relative that left shit and Nate was part of their like estate, but I got a powdered wig collection. And I've, I've added like two more since I got a half dozen powdered wigs. Since I had another uncle die. I mean, they keep <laughs> leaving me their powdered wigs. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I, co I collect powdered wigs like Pokemon, brother. Hey, you <laughs> ask anybody else. I, there's two things I've cornered in the stand-up world. Night pants and powdered wigs. Buddy. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> get my powdered wigs at ryansickler.com. Get me on the road whenever we get back out. I'm selling powdered wigs after the show, y'all. Four score and seven years ago, I was allowed to touch you at the meet and greets after the show. <laughs> yeah, all that. Dude, uh, yeah, well, I mean, I have, I have a box of wigs that are here that I guess I, sh I could show you. Let me show next you. Time, so I want to see them, but next time I'm there, I want to do this segment. Because I might end up popping on a wig. Please put on a wig. <laughs> What do they call you, the road runner? <laughs> What's that? I said, what do they call you, the road runner? <laughs> do the road runner voice for me on your board. Can you give this guy a voice? I mean, you look, you look like a, um, you look like a lost physical therapist. You know what I mean? Like really trying to find your way between your physical therapy and your bass playing nightclub band. Okay, so here's the thing. Um. Now, I want to rework your body, okay? We need to build this thing back from the ground up. Your patella has shifted, okay? We're going to get that right back. Got and then small also, patellas, Carl D. you have small patellas? Like Carl D. Carl D's got a small patella issue. Okay, well, we're going <laughs> to... I could refer him. Maybe I'll refer him. Let's see how this goes. I am a patella specialist, okay? Whoa. Mm -hmm. You're a PS? I'm a PS, patella specialist. <laughs> wow. What are the I mean, you come to the right place. I've been having PI. I've been having patella issues, and I've been looking for a, a solid PS. So, I mean, here's the thing. I had a real PB problem, which it was a uh, patella bowel issue where mm. a guy's patella was lodged in his anus. <laughs> I mean, his own patella. I had his own patella was lodged in his anus. Now, you, you ask yourself, how is that possible? He was a vert skateboarder. Things went a little bit wry. Mm. Went up in the air. Knee shot up straight through the anus. Through it? Through it. Wow. Hit him right up in the guts. And you had to go ahead and remove it? I had to remove it. With physical therapy? And physical strength. <laughs> well... If you don't mind, how do you, uh, what, what would you say? Like, I'm sure you never saw an issue like that in class or any of the 
This is the something .com websites you frequent. This is something that I was not prepared for. It has scarred me since. I bet and, he scarred his ass too. I bet you're both scarred. Well, the opening to his anus is at least three times larger than it was before. <laughs> wow. That's... Yes. Uh, when I removed it, I thought that I was looking into the depths of hell, Ryan. I can't even imagine. There was, have you seen the movie Hellraiser? I have seen Hellraiser, yeah. Okay. You know the pit of depth in some of those shots? Mm -hmm. Pinhead looks in the Pinhead. camera. Yeah. And, and he says, give me the box. <laughs> that's, that's what you were going in for, the box, huh? I was going in there, the patella, to remove it. And were you able to reattach the patella, and does it work? He is a functioning man these days. Wow. All right. But, but he does walk a little funny. I was going to ask if it was a wheelchair, but he walks. He walks with a limp. Okay. Yeah. That's a hell. Well, I never got your name, by the way. What was your name? Shuli. Shuli. Julie? Mm -hmm. Shuli. Shuli. Okay. Not Julie. No, no, no. Okay. Shuli Harrison. Shuli Harrison. Okay. All right, mm -hmm. Shuli. I'll make sure I five-star review you and uh, request you uh, whether I need or do not need my patella move my asshole. You seem like a confident uh, and competent physical therapist. Uh, PT, uh, you know, PTPS, whatever. You're probably certified in everything. <laughs> you better believe it, mister. <laughs> I've got to run. I'll be back later. All right, careful with this patella. What's up, Brian? Hey, man, good to have you back. That guy. I had to take a bathroom break. A I'm sorry about that. Yeah, some guy named Shuli stepped in and took care of one of your producers, maybe. I don't know what that was. Oh, yeah, that might have been a vagrant. You think a vagrant just popped in my house? I'm at my it's, house right now. I know, but you were taking a shit. He could have come in the side window and sat down and got some FaceTime with you. That's true. Crazier shit's happened in, in this pandemic. I, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> um, I want to get into uh, this next segment on the podcast. It's called okay. Fanning Out. Fanning Out. Okay. Fanning Out. Questions from fans. I reached out to people online and said, hey, if you could ask Ryan Sickler any questions or give us maybe some character scene suggestions to do. What <laughs> character and scene suggestions? <laughs> He's just throwing that out there on my behalf. I said, what would you like to Ryan ask him? Ryan wants to do some space work today. Ryan uh, <laughs> and I just started a sketch group, and we are taking suggestions. Um, let's see here. This one comes from uh, you You free ball or you undies with your night pants, uh, Seth DeMello asks. Well, here's the truth. When I have my daughter – undies when i don't have my daughter i free ball that's just my role that's my personal role i feel it's just something about that makes me feel more comfortable and appropriate i guess what was that saying thanks man don't free ball around your daughter don't free ball around any of your kids. It's Don't free ball around <laughs> any of your, your kids. Or any kids, you know, or any, any kid. kid. Or any yeah, kid. at all. 
Don't free ball around kids. I don't recommend going to a school and free balling in your <laughs> night pants. Because when you pick up your kids. <laughs> You're gonna drop your kids off and pick them up at school in your night pants. You better put some underwears on underneath. Put some them. underwears on underneath <laughs> the night pants. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. That's a good. That's a good question, though. It's a fair question. That's a fair question. Um. Uh, this comes from PJ2031. What's the worst thing you had to eat during the tough times or when you were really high? <laughs> Two very different times in my life. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess this person considers being high like you lower your real estate value yeah, for yourself like, and your self value. I mean, I never had to eat anything like dog food or anything like that, but I, I grew up on literally like the pizza place, American Pizza. When we called, they knew our voice. They'd be like, Yeah, we know, we'll bring it over. I mean, it was pizzas, it was fast food it was you know split apart broken home no parents it was literally cold cuts ham and cheese martin's potato rolls doritos don Pepino pizza sauce for homemade pizza on those pizza kit shells and then ordered pizza and fast food and sodas and kool-aid and lemonade country time lemonade and like mix of recent pieces thrown in there and i'm telling you that was fucking about it mac and cheese all the way for a minute bro for a minute mm -hmm. Steakums. I don't want to shout out Steakums. I don't want to forget about Steakums. <clears throat> steakums are great. Steakums. That was pretty much it. Where I, you know, it wasn't a lot of other shit. Did you ever uh, dip your Totinos in ranch? Totinos. Yeah, I, I'm. You know, I'll, I'll try anything in ranch at least once. I mean, those are words to die by. <laughs> try anything in ranch once. You I'll know, try anything in ranch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I did some pussy and rants once, and not the worst thing I had in my life. <laughs> I mean, for real. I mean, I mean, sometimes I uh, I extinguish cigarettes in ranch, mm -hmm. and sometimes I just slurp it up just to remember uh, the the former habit that I used to have. You know what I mean? I remember when you had that slurping ranch habit. Like you just slurp it. I'll just, hey man, don't get me around the wrong people because I'm a slurper. I don't, I know you are, and I don't want to fucking even talk about the times because I know you miss it sometime, and I don't want to trigger you, especially during this pandemic. The last thing I need is those late night ranch calls again. I mean, you know, straight was, up, at one point it got so bad, 7 Eleven started sponsoring me. They called me they, Slurpee, bro. <laughs> You ever feel like, especially right now, like with these coronavirus times, but these Zoom podcasts, we're literally just losing our minds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. None of this is real. <laughs> I'm just like, I just put on a wig for one, for one for, bit, for one bit. And, and I would have to say, you. the worst thing you probably have eaten is the just slurping that ranch. Slurping that ranch. Don't get me started on slurping ranch. I'll tell you what I did come up with, and and some people are like, that's so gross, and I don't know why, but um, and I think it's the California influence in me now, but when I was high, and I still eat these, but I, I like the, I look, I'm a gringo, I like flour tortillas, but I found the little street ones, finally, in flour, but I like to do um, peanut butter and jelly burritos. What? 
warm the burrito a little bit, get it nice and soft, and then put the peanut butter all over, put the jelly in it, roll it up, and have a little PB&J burrito. Really? It's just, it's just another form of bread. Are you, are you high when you do that? Sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> I'm not. You're like, don't, I'll, I'll don't judge me. Am. I'm hungry when I do that. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> I'm hungry when I do that. <laughs> Yeah, That's I mean, one of my little snacks, little PB and J tortilla. You ever do uh, hot dogs with cheese wrapped in a tortilla? Not in a tortilla, no. But that's a good idea. I haven't tried in a tortilla. I'm also not a huge hot dog guy. I like. I have a couple a year, and usually it's at a stadium. You know what I'm saying? You like uh, peanut butter and pickles? But I like them separately <laughs> with a comma. I like them with a comma in between. You don't like them joined together? You've never had a peanut butter pickle sandwich? No, you like that for real? Or are you fucking with me? Is this as real as my powdered wig collection, or do you really like this? No, I love this. This is something I grew uh, up on, which I don't spheres know. Spears or slices? Like how, dill or not dill? What are we talking about? Gotta be dill. You okay. can't, it has to be dill for it. I can get me a classic. I can go get me a classic dill and put peanut butter on it. And what do you put on? What do you put on it? Just bread, peanut butter, well, and. And like white bread, what kind of bread? I mean, I like the wheat, but you can do it on white. All right. So wheat with, with chunk crunchy peanut butter or creamy? I'm I crunchy. think for the pickle, for the pickles, you need the, the cream so, so you don't right. chip a tooth. You know what I mean? You don't want to be and, biting into the wrong part. And then a Vlasic uh, spear. And what, what kind? Are we talking sweet or what? What's the style? Did you know the, Vla- like? Did you know the Vlasic stork is my father? I mean, I mean, I see the resemblance, bro. <laughs> Put a bandana and a baby in your mouth, goddamn it! <laughs> I want somebody. Put a bandana, a baby, and a bandana, and run around the room real quick. If there's an artist or somebody who's good at Photoshop, I want you to make me the Vlasic Stork. Hell yeah! And I want Sickler. In... I want to be the baby. He wants to be the baby. In a powdered wig, though. Yes, in a powdered wig that's being suspended from your beak that you're flying over. I think that's doable. I love it. Is that too much to ask? I don't think so. No, no one's busy. <laughs> no one's busy. Um, let's see here. This one comes from... Uh, there's so many. There's a lot of questions that For people real? send in. Yeah. I don't can't even believe anybody gives a shit. Thank oh, you, dude, guys. Of course. Of course. Um, this one comes from... You know who... It says uh, Rainbow uh, Decahedron. Have him do something Lenny Dykstra related. Do you know who that is? Wrong. wrong. I mean, I don't even do anything Lenny Dykstra. I'm from, I'm from Baltimore, not Philly. A lot of James Brown questions. <laughs> What do you want to know? I mean, everybody just wants to know how tall he is, really. He's 5'6". Okay. 5'6". You know Giannis Papas? Yeah. He said, is your dick gray, too? Is it gray? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Like, do you mean, is my dick meat gray like steak? Or are you asking me if my pube hairs around my dick are gray also like this? I I don't know. What does the two imply? Something else has to be gray for the (laughs) T-O-O. And I'm assuming maybe he's talking about my hair, but no, first of all, my pubes are not gray yet. I got a couple speckles of uh, chest. There's just a little two or three in here. You got some salt and pepper? 
I got a little salt, a touch of it, but my pubes not yet. I've seen like maybe one, uh, but I think that was blonde to be honest with you. I think I might have been somebody else. Wow, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but, oh yeah. <laughs> but my dick meat is is the you know it's this color, right? <laughs> It's not like those three ninety nine steaks you see at the grocery store. You're trying to get them out. Like, hey, use bestest used by today. Listen, man, I don't have one of them steakum dicks. All right, I don't have one of them dark, you know, like kind of brownish, kind of like changes, like almost like when they're too thin, they're almost translucent. You don't want none of that. Mm-mm. You don't want any of that shit. Mm-mm. You want that sickler tan you want that you want that that as i my dick's olive i'm olive you got that oh man you got you got that olive skin dick got that olive skin dick man that osd yo i got to have me some osd when i'm on them date naps and stuff you know what i'm saying that's what i put in my description i said gots to have osd (laughs) gots the osd olive skin dick a D E D all day, every day. Oh, <laughs> uh, this one comes from uh Who's this from? There's so many strange ones. Five six. <laughs> There's some strange ones. Uh Trumbull Ray, do you think comedy albums will make a comeback with this whole COVID-19 situation. What do you think about upcoming artists dropping comedy mixtapes? Just random bits from random places. His comedy album, Get a Hold of Yourself, is easily one of my top favorite comedy albums, and I would love for him to drop some more. Um, Well, first of all, thank you very much. I appreciate that. You have great taste in comedy. Um, I, I hear where you're going with that, and I understand why you would ask that, but Unless we have a live audience to perform that album in front of, I don't see anything being uh, big right now. Maybe when we get back to what it normal is and everything, that I think you might see um, <clears throat> more of a surge in, in comedy albums. But um, I don't know, specials these days are getting you know, cheaper and, and easier to shoot and still make look good. So I think you're going to see that more of those coming. But yeah, I think maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. think so. I don't know. I don't think they've ever really died off that much. You I don't know what think I mean? So. Like, unless you don't pay attention to those, you go over to iTunes, you'll see new albums popping up all the time on comedy. So, mm-hmm. um, but I think more people do the video. Obviously, there's more exposure, and obviously, and if you're doing it with a network or a, or a streaming service or whatever, there's you know real money there. Right. Yeah, I don't think that that'll go away. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Never, I'd only go away if we can't do stand up anymore. And I, and I albums are, true. And then you might have Cheech and Chong style albums, you know, they might be some weird and sketches yeah. and things like that. So maybe when you went to the second part of that question, you might start seeing like, I don't, I don't know about mixtapes so much, but maybe, um, seeing stuff like that. Like, you'd be great at shit like that. Jeremiah, An audio Wonder, visual album, Jeremiah Wonders album, that'd be cool. Or just a stand, like your own stand-up album, but it's like Larson put a few sketches on the end of one of his albums where I, I, Pete Holmes was on it, I was on it, like doing these little bits. That's cool. Yeah, that's fun. 
Uh, this one comes from <clears throat> Detective Designs, our pal, oh, very, shit. very great artist. What's the craziest story you've ever heard on the honeydew? Man, I would have to say, <clears throat> excuse me, the craziest story I ever heard on the honeydew would have to be Jessa Reed. Um, and I've heard some awful things that you're just like, whoa, that's crazy. But Jessa Reed. Um, and she was an episode before I did video. We were still working on getting into the studio at the time. So it's an audio episode, but her story, you should absolutely go listen to it. The aliens and the meth and I mean, talking about the addiction she went through and her upbringing is just, I mean, she's an awesome person and you can't even believe what the shit she went through. She told me one thing that sticks out all the time. She's like, you know, when you, she was so into meth. She said, you know, when you pour water over ice and you hear that ice crack, you know, she said she was standing in a living room and she heard that noise and one of her teeth just dropped out of her mouth into her fucking hand. And I was like, whoa. And she was on this mission to get new teeth, this thing. Um, but yeah, she's got, it's a hell of a, it's a hell of a story. That's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty. That's pretty wild. Uh, this one comes from I am Don Mills. Anything soccer? I hear he was killing as a young buck. <laughs> I mean, anything soccer. Soccer. I was good at soccer. What, what position did you play, bro? Anywhere in defense. I, I was not built to be a halfback that ran back and forth. And I just rather hit. I I was like Robin. I'd rather hit you and take the ball from you and humiliate you than score on you. I didn't care about that glory. I didn't care about that at all. I wanted to be able to tackle you and hit you. And um, did you get yeah, yellow so, cards or red cards ever? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, sure. But yeah. not. I never got like very few reds uh i get my share of yellows but a lot of times the refs just trying to fucking keep control but uh at 16 my brother and i both tried out for this na uh, it was an under 17 like national team uh development team and we went to europe and played for a month uh with the u.s team and they have a bunch of them they're called teams usa but they have regional teams where they they look for the talent and everything so we made the team and um yeah i got to spend a month in europe i played Soccer in Holland, Denmark, Germany, Belgium, Scotland. Oh, I was what, good. What, 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 how old were you during this time? 16. I, no, no, summer. Yeah, summer 16. I was 16. Wow. That's like, that's like and right before. Then. That's crazy. That's like right before you really like the scouting and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What, yeah, what, it was great. What, uh, when did you stop playing or why did you stop playing? Well, I didn't, after everything that happened in my life, I didn't have the means to get into a four-year university. So I knew I was going to junior college. So I played soccer there and I, you know, made that regional area, all, all Juco shit there too. So I was good. Uh, but then after that, it was just, I, I couldn't do it anymore. I had to work, I had to put myself through school mm -hmm. and, and all that, but I got as far as I could with it. Did you ever play uh, indoor soccer ever? Oh, yeah. Oh, Dude, we, I love We got indoor. so many fucking fights that we Dude, got kicked out of every indoor arena. We had to play it's soccer It's like hockey. It's like yeah. hockey, bro. I love it. People go, a, yeah, just slamming into walls I and stuff. I miss it. I on that turf and everything. I, I do, too. I do, too. I used to uh, used to be a, a, a goalkeeper for years and years. You were a goldie? I was a goldie. I was a keeper. <laughs> little keeper. 
Low keeper, bro. Cause I was, uh, cause I, I was fearless. Like in, I, anytime there's a showdown or anything like that, like I would go run all, out. I would run and I would get kicked in the face and stuff. Cause yeah. I would go for the ball rather than that's how you do it. Oil. But yeah. also coming out now has lessened their angle and opportunity Wait. and real estate to score on you just by running at them. They've got to do something. Mm-hmm. And it's either, it's a little bit of space either side of you versus giving them the whole goal where you're taking up this much of the space, you know? Yeah. And I have a, I have a pretty big wingspan. So I would, I would like put my, my hands out on, you know, as far as I could and like towards the ground, like, and then just like charge. That's what my coach would always say. He's like, Watkins, you got, you got those long arms, use them. Yeah. <laughs> and I would just lay out. <laughs> I would have liked to have played with you. Oh, that would have been fun. If I anybody uh, would have hurt you, I was the first guy that would have knocked them right out on yeah. their fucking ass. I would have, I'd never let anybody touch my goal. I, w- I was notorious for uh, uh, blocking PKs. Oh, yeah? That was like that's my thing great. was like, you know, and that's like, that's that's real hard to do. I, I played for years and then it was one of those things with my family, like, <laughs> it, that got shut down like when like the traveling really started. My dad's yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's that's not It's happening. a wrap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't want to take too much more of your time. Uh, let's wrap up with more questions. Yeah, I'll take some more questions. All right. All right. I know that, uh, I'm already way over. I already, I told you like, this is going to be like a, a half hour thing. We started, it's already... early. we started early. Okay. Okay. Um, this one, <laughs> people want to check in with your soul name, name it underscore EE from, uh, from last episode. Um, I, unfortunately my soul is not, let's see if we can over there. Let's see if we can. Oh, there it is. There it is. We're at ease. Now I feel it. Ooh, I tasted that. That was good. That was good, wasn't it? Till I go down. How you been, man? I feel like you and I are on pretty good terms right now, bro. Always. Always. Listen, um, you got any ladies coming our way? <laughs> Listen, bro. We're on the same, like I said, we're on the same page. We're on this goddamn quarantine. Let's wrap it the fuck up. Listen, brother. Your Let's soul, wrap it up. Your soul's on a straight-up dry spell right now. I need to get this so wet. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I do, bro. I do. I need I you do. to find a lady's soul, and I need you to dip it inside my soul. Full-on <laughs> ladle in the punch bowl. Soul to hole, bro. I got you. Soul to Straight hole. Straight soul to hole. You. That's the only way I know. I got you. Soul to hole. I mean, here's the thing. There's been a couple times. There's been a couple times you hooked up with a special woman, you know? And she sticks a finger in you. And I don't know if you know this, but that's the quickest way to reach me. I wake up. Sometimes I don't even realize you're having intercourse. A finger gets stuck in you. <laughs> Just charges, recharges. It's like an alarm clock going off inside your body. And I'm like, man, things must be going good on the outside. Well, that's good to know. I'll try to get that going for us, too. Listen, uh, before I let you go, do you have any advice for me or for us? How to keep myself balanced or whatever? Man, in, in what way? Sexually? You mean like just uh, I mean, to keep myself maybe level-headed or just as a person, do you have any advice for us? 
I mean, if I knew what the fuck I was doing, you guys, are you new here, bro? You think I have good advice? Look hey, man, we're I know that I know that I don't have good advice. I was hoping exactly. you would have some good advice. Nah, man, we're a team. We're a team. I'm not gonna turn my back on you. I appreciate that. That's why I'm your soul brother. <laughs> so I'm talking about soul the whole play. Soul the whole all day. Soul the whole. Soul the whole whack a mole. <laughs> whack a mole. Touch your butt, straight up wormhole. Oh, yeah. All right, well, I got to go. Bye. All right, man. That's nice that my soul came around. It, it's funny, like, uh, like when, when a guest is in the room, like, there's ways to pad out the bits a little bit. Um, but, like, I can tell every time a bit starts to eat it on my end. <laughs> During well, Zoom, because there's a slight timing thing where it's just. Well, also, when you do the effects, it echoes in a way where it actually, you, I'm getting almost every other word. So I have to figure out what you're saying sometimes. What's oh, really? Effect. Yeah. So when you just did that, when it started going up like that at first for a little while. Uh, and I don't know if that's the echo or not. Interesting. Yeah. So I was putting it together. You know, my soul's the, you know, my soul's got problems. <laughs> You're doing sign language with your soul. <laughs> what else we have? All right. This one comes from Ron and James. How many fights have you uh, lost? Oh, man. Oof. There was the first one I ever real. I lost a few in elementary school to Sean Flannery. Um, a handful of those. I lost one in seventh, sixth grade. A seventh grader beat me up. I lost. After that, I didn't lose. Um, I was, I, I was good. I didn't lose after that. I did get jumped. I'll take the L for that because I got taken to the hospital, and that was the last time I lost a fight. But I didn't even know I was in that one. <laughs> But I've been in a lot. I'll tell you what, my win loss record is impressive for the amount of fights I've been in. I'll say that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I've only been in all of them in soccer. Dude, we had some we had we had parking lot brawls where the police came, parents were fighting. Like I've been in a lot of fights. This was back this was this is in a not PC time. I'm gonna preface this story. <laughs> I already like it. Uh, I was in college, uh, and uh, we this was in Kansas, and we were playing Kansas and Missouri, and uh, <laughs> we were uh, a mostly white team, uh, and we called ourselves Border Patrol. <laughs> oh my God, I love it! And I so love it said, it said Border Patrol on our jerseys, and we had fake badges that were printed on there and we played obviously soccer is a heavily hispanic sport so we were just idiots we thought it was a hilarious joke and uh we got suspended from the league because we got <laughs> <laughs> in an all-out fist fight with the other team because they were just like fuck you guys we, yeah. one of our guys and their guys started talking trash and stuff because obviously we're wearing freaking border patrol shirts and then uh, I was like, uh, I was in the box and uh, literally everybody starts hopping over the wall to come like join in on this fight. And the ref looks at me cause I'm about to go. And he's like, if you go, you're suspended from the league. And I'm like, come on. 
And then our guys were getting the crap kicked out of them. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. I hopped over. And I, and I remember I went out there and, and, and I started yelling in Spanish for everybody to calm down. I was like, come and say, come and say, nah, did you really? yeah. Yeah. And they were literally, they were alarmed that, you know, they, they heard Spanish and they're like, what's this, what, what's this gringo yelling at me in Spanish for? And then, you know, the whistles got in and, you know, I, I tried to separate as many people as I could. And yeah, we got suspended from the league and, and we didn't play the rest of the season after that fight. Please let me give you some peanut butter and jelly burritos guys. Come on. Guys, I have the white tools to help you with your future. Okay. <laughs> peanut butter and jelly burritos. Grape jelly. If you're wondering grape. Grape. Okay. Mm-hmm. You go hard in the paint. Grape, bro. blackberry, and then anything I have, strawberry probably, but I don't even fuck with it. I go great 99% of the time, and then I'll throw some blackberry on it. My wife uh, put fresh raspberries and peanut butter on bread, and we had it the other day. It was pretty freaking good. I'll bet you that's good. Yeah, it's not your pickles, but whatever. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Y'all are over there fucking peanut butter up during the pandemic. Dude, I've been eating so much peanut butter. I need to stop. I love peanut, peanut butter. butter. So I do too. I eat it by the spoonful just out of mm-hmm. the jar. I do late at night. I'll oh. just, that'll be a snack. Right? That's like, mm, that's the yep. good stuff. Just straight, straight to the dome. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's wrap it up with this, this last segment called right. Sax Talk. Mm-hmm. Oh, sax Talk. There was a time, and in, in, this was in high school. I was dating a girl, my girlfriend at the time, had a Subaru Justy, or four-wheel drive car. Thing was fucking small, man, tighter than a pants pocket. And we went out one night in it and parked at the old baseball field. And, you know, we were having some fun with each other. And, you know, one thing led to another. We got naked. We had some, we had some high school sex. And uh, in the tiniest little car you could imagine. And then afterwards, we were getting dressed. And I remember, this is 1991. And I remember she said, why'd you turn the light on? And I said, I didn't turn the light on. And the two of us turn around at the same time. And there's some fucking freak. (laughs) <laughs> with a flashlight shining in the goddamn window and we don't know how long he's been there we don't know how much he did or didn't see but we are scared to death so I shove her over in the passenger seat naked and tell her get dressed I get behind the wheel and start the car buck naked this guy apparently lived up on the hill on the other side of the woods and when we took off out of there he started chasing us in his pickup truck and (laughs) on the way out of the goddamn baseball it's a little dirt road little area as I had a pothole I fucked her car up but drove it for like, this guy chased us for like 10, 15 minutes. I am buck naked. She's dressed at this point. I'm buck naked the whole time. 
hauling ass in this little Subaru Justy. Trying to shake this dude, which eventually I finally did. Pulled over, got dressed, and then had to pay, I don't know, it was a few hundred dollars for that fucking alignment I fucked up. And that's sax talk. Knock that out of alignment. <laughs> Knock that out of alignment. More than more than just one thing out of alignment. <laughs> Her vertebrae. <laughs> Everything man, shifted. That's scary, was, man. It was scary as fuck. He, he, I think he'd been back there a while too. It was weird. That's straight out of a horror film. Mm-hmm. straight mm-hmm. out of a horror mm-hmm. that you you get killed right after that scene happens i just saw her not long ago at a show in baltimore and we talked about that like how fucking crazy is that yeah wow. and he was chasing us i don't know what he'd have done if he'd have caught us but well man. that's that's the thing is like what 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 weirdo is following up after being a a, a creep mm-hmm. like that right unless they want to wear your skin they might have they might so. they saw all of it they saw all of it <laughs> Ooh, that's some good skin right there. Let me get some of that. He's got them skin night pants. I like that. Skin night pants, man. I'm gonna get them in the store. You gotta you you gotta get flesh colored night pants. (laughs) (laughs) With with like a with like a a David, a a a David statue on 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 the on the front. That's awesome, bro. Uh, Ryan, where can people find you on social media and stuff like that? At Ryan Sickler on all social media, ryansickler.com. Uh, go subscribe to my YouTube. Watch the Honeydew Podcast there, thehoneydewpodcast.com. That's everything. That's awesome, man. I, I love you. I love the Honeydew. I love you, brother. Guys, ch- go check out the Honeydew Podcast. It's amazing storytelling from some of the best comics uh, in the country and around and different personalities sharing uh, – sharing their lows uh, while Ryan highlights them. And uh, it's a lot of fun. Go check it out. And thank you for making the time to do this. I know this is kind of a a strange uh, way to do this, but I'll be excited to have you on again uh, once we can uh, get you back in studio, brother. Love you, man. Can't wait, brother. Love you too. Thank you.